0: Previously on the Jay and Dan Podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. You know me, I live in a hipster neighborhood, and uh, I do all these hipster things. And so everyone's drinking natural wine. I thought I'd try it. It's so delicious, and it's it makes you feel so good the next day. Mm-hmm. You, you can find L-
2: LCBO has natural wines. Okay, so I'm going in there tomorrow. I, yeah. I got a buddy there. We have a, a chat about the show every time I'm in. Uh, once every six months. That's the, drinks to drinks the L C B Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last two bottles I bought were... Just pure garbage. Putrid. Yes, like... Just disgusting. A stinky pair of underwear that a Marathoner did not wash and let to dry. Right, that's what it says in the wine guide. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I bring my straw broom to the, the checkout and he goes, Now how are you getting home? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Hi, think... Okay. 20, 2020. We have two months to go. Mm -hmm. Buy from one store. We'll tell you what that
1: is, and here's the price of everything. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast.
2: Brought to you by our friends at McDonald's. Can Dan Podcast,
1: November 9th. Brought to you by McDonald's. Dan, there has never been a better time to order your favorite McDonald's world famous fries from November the 10th to the 30th. A portion of the proceeds from every size fry purchase at participating McDonald's restaurants will go to support Ronald McDonald House Charities Canada. Plus, you can also round up your order to the nearest dollar at the drive-thru or the kiosk. Whether it's buying fries for your family or paying for the order behind you in line, let's continue to have Canadians support other Canadians. Now, go enjoy some fries and show your support by using the hashtag FriesForGood. Who
2: doesn't love fries? And you get to help out people in the process? It's a fantastic thing. It's a win-win situation. Time called. Who doesn't love McDonald's fries? I'm sorry. It's the game. It's the, the winner of every fast food restaurant. Agreed. They are the best. Absolutely. And hey, the rest of you.
1: They, We wouldn't just say that if they, they weren't our sponsor. I mean,
2: the rest of you, you're
1: doing good. You're doing, but sorry. No, McDonald's is the legend. They're the best. We just shot a commercial last Thursday at the Ronald McDonald House in Hamilton. Shout out to the Ronald McDonald House in Hamilton. Beautiful spot.
2: Oh, it's a gorgeous facility.
1: And it was beautiful that day. It's been so nice in southern Ontario the last few days. I realize uh, the rest of the country have had some, some rough weather. Saskatoon, our friends in Saskatoon. Man. Skating on the streets. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But that sounds like a Bachman-Turner Overdrive song. Skating on the
1: streets. It does. It sounds like a, a band from the 70s in Canada had a
2: couple of hits. Like Trooper or
1: something, or the Stampeders.
2: I don't know that band. Yeah, but it's been uh, glorious. So we went and shot that. uh, They said, do do you guys uh, want to hang outside and eat fries? And we're like, "Uh, yeah, Um, no brainer. So that was their sales pitch to us.
1: The only thing is we always have to, because we work nights... And we always have to get up in the morning and do these shoots. And we just, uh, we did, I don't know, did we shoot for like two or three hours or something? And I remember after the, like toward the very end, I looked over at you and you were fading.
2: Oh yeah, I fade
1: quick. I bet you I was the same way. Like, yeah, you're just like, you reach that point. Because you get up in the morning, you're like, okay, I can do this. And we have a coffee and we're feeling pretty good. And then after about, you know, it takes us essentially a hundred takes because we're not actors.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And there's no prompter. So
1: that's a, that's well, issue. that was the thing. They, we had to kind of learn our lines on the spot. There were actually quite a few lines. In fact, the, what I just said there about the fries were good, that was essentially what we had to memorize.
2: am not going to lie. You had the tougher ones, thank God. Yeah, it was, I was, uh, my it was lines are twisters. Like, my lines are like, you like fries? <laughs> and then, how about those fries? <laughs> <laughs> I love this ass! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of getting up early, so my... Uh, my daughter, Ruby, she's taking up hockey, and she's got these early morning practices. I, I, I've always heard parents talking about taking their kids to these, and I'm like, do you, do you want the kids to... They don't mind getting up. It's the parents yep. who hate it. Yep. So we leave the practice. It's over at 9, and we go get uh, like some breakfast. And I couldn't believe how many people are up and about at 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning. I'm like, what? Seniors.
1: A lot of seniors. No.
2: I saw no seniors. Oh. It was all... It was like, what? COVID got them. These people... These people are go getters. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I guess so. Maybe it's just uh, out in Orno where you're living. Oh, no. We were. uh, 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 Everybody's feeling uh, like they got to get up and start the day where I'm from. Sometimes I wonder if anyone lives on my street. (laughs) I just see the the neighbors around me, and that's kind of it. I don't see that many of them.
2: Maybe you're in a Truman Show episode.
1: Yeah, maybe. Where well, they're maybe just filming
2: show. you the whole time.
1: Yeah, it's possible. I mean God, I would I'd like to see some money for that. <laughs> if that was the case. But uh, I
2: want to see the video of you stringing up Christmas lights each year. Okay, so I did that. Oh, you've already Saturday. done it. Okay. Well,
1: this is the thing, Dan. Uh the last since we got back to Canada, and I bought a house, and I started putting up lights. Every year, I, I wait too long. And then I'm going up there. It's, like, freezing. Uh, well, snow's Janu-
2: coming down. January 23rd, you get up there? Maybe well, by a, golly, Jesus. Maybe a
1: little earlier. Maybe, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I seem to go up, like, December 20 or something like that. <laughs> and everybody else already has their lights up. And I go up, and it's just treacherous and... It's really high up there. I'm on the ladder like Clark Griswold. <laughs> so anyway, this year I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to throw them up. On the night It was 20 degrees on Saturday. I'm going to throw them up on the nicest day of the year. Everybody's walking by like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I won't turn them on. I promise. I'm just putting them up. Because lots of people have them up all year round. Correct. So I didn't feel that bad about it. But baby, they are up. And man, it was a glorious weekend. I've
2: tried it before. I can't get the line straight. It looks like. Like a hobo who's never put up Christmas lights, put my lights up, so I've given up.
1: Mine aren't great. I mean, if I can do it, anyone can do it. It's not that, it's not that complicated. You could always uh, call the Jiffy app and get them. <laughs> I'm serious about that, though. Like You can kind of get them to do anything. My buddy, um, he bought a, a bunk bed for I, from Ikea for his kid in uh, my buddy lives in San Diego. That sounds
2: like a horrible, horrible thing to get yourself into. Right. But I think I know where you're going.
1: Yes, he called I don't know if it was Jiffy, but I think he just called Craigslist or something or went on Craigslist and found these guys. And they just came over and set it up for him. And he was like, I kind of felt bad, but also I felt great.
2: How much that cost?
1: Ah, I didn't ask him. I should find out. You know yeah. what? I'll text them right now. We'll ask him. Okay. Well, maybe we'll get that before the end. Well,
2: maybe those guys can come over and help me uh, do my basement because uh, again, I'm turning a little corner of my almost 200-year-old basement that is stone and rock walls into a listening chamber, which it has a...
1: A listening chamber sounds like <laughs> somewhere where you're going to torch torture someone.
2: Well, uh, I sent a like picture bad... to my brother, and he's like, it's got a Silence of the Lambs-type feel down yeah, there. Yeah, you're going to torture people with bad music? No, it's, it's going to... I don't know what's going to go on down there, but... Uh... <laughs> It's well, that got great. Even,
1: <laughs> even more ominous. It's got I great. Know what's going to happen in my t- listening chamber?
2: It's got great acoustics. Because I brought the, the speaker down one day and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's, it's amazing down here. All right. But the, the problem is there's no windows. The world could end and I could come up and, and just discover that yeah, myself.
1: Yeah, but that could happen. It, even if you did have windows and it would be worse because you'd see the zombies come. <laughs> This way you won't have any idea.
2: And they'll just bite you And the Halloween decorations are in the same room And one of them is a zombie bride That uh, you swipe up against her And she starts going
1: So that's why you want to make the chamber A little more
2: comfortable
1: (laughs) For you and your zombie bride To have some alone time In the basement (laughs) Hello Justine You're looking beautiful tonight It's, It's me Dan Yes, I'm your lover. Now, let's take off that tattered wedding dress (laughs) and consummate the marriage here in the listening chamber
2: with me, Dan O'Toole. What if, for like a month long, I pretended that the zombie bride and myself were in a relationship like with my daughters, and they're like, funny, Dad. I'm I'm like, what?
1: I, I... a thousand This is to me Maybe the best idea You've ever had I love the idea Of you committing to that And no matter what Anyway Your mom comes over She's like Dan I'm like It's your mother Like this is a This is a zombie Skeleton from Canadian Tire This is not your Your bride And you're like No mom you don't I love her And get all upset And start crying and then run away with her and leave your whole family dumbfounded in the kitchen, like what the? F-? Yes, you must do this, <laughs> and you must do it for our listeners, so that you can give us weekly reports about how things are going with you and Justine. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a zombie
2: bride's name, though. She's named after Justine Bateman from Family Ties. <laughs> Well, we digress. Um, I think our two guests today, I think it's a first that we've ever had a Stanley Cup winner and a, gray, a multiple Grey Cup winner on our show on the same show. Am I wrong or am I right? I can't think of uh, stuff. I can't think of any other.
3: It's uh, quite a piece of trivia for uh, two guys that didn't know Natasha was here <laughs> before a couple <laughs> weeks ago. So I don't know. <laughs>
1: I was listening I'm gonna to I'm going to say we have plenty of those kinds of guys <laughs> on
3: the same show together. I, I
1: was listening to that. Was that last week we had that on the recap? Like, <laughs> man, that was just, just so awesome that she just had no <laughs> recollection whatsoever of walking into the studio when she clearly did it.
3: The best part is, like, on that podcast, I listened back, and when she got in, she couldn't get her headphones to work. So we actually stopped, and I was in there helping her fix the headphones. And that part was on the podcast, and I still had no recollection of any of it.
2: <laughs> oh, my
0: goodness. Yeah, that's great.
2: Oh, we So we're going to call up our first guest? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, he's been on the podcast before. Stanley Cup winner. Friend of SportsCenter with Jan Dan. He's on the uh, Welcome to Orno" sign, the town in which I live. When's your name going to be on that sign? And not enough room. There's plenty of room. And I'm not from there. Long I just live. They can't put "Lives Here." Yeah.
1: Well, it is your home, so Home of Dan. <laughs> they could I would like someone in the Orno area to just put a smaller sign in front of the welcome sign. <laughs> Handmade cardboard possibly, whatever works for you, that just says Home of Dan. <laughs> if someone could do that, and also facilitate this zombie wedding. <laughs> I would appreciate it.
2: I think we all would. And, yeah, the wedding would be at the town hall. Oh, man,
1: that would be the wedding of the century in Orono. I mean, can you imagine? All the glitterati would be out. <laughs> Press, it would be impossible to... Dan, Dan, quit over here! A quick picture with your zombie bride! <laughs> Dan, right here! Congratulations! We have a zombie baby! Biracial!
2: Well, it would stay in line with everything that happens in my town. I witness the happenings of the town from my front porch that are in the paper each week. I'm like, ah, we, what? we watch that from the front porch. Why
1: don't you just take the paper over yourself and make your house the location of the newspaper?
2: And once a week, I take a picture of an article in the paper that contains a story or a picture of our guest, Brian Bickle. I'm like, yeah, yeah in the paper again. And he joins us now.
4: Brian. Hey, Bix. Hey, guys. How you doing?
2: So do you get paid by article? Are they... Uh, what's happening with if the Orono paper? A stake in the Orono... The
4: Orono paper. Just, there's not much news really going on in Orono. But I here's the that. thing. Uh, Brian, I think you agree with me. The Orono
2: paper, my mother, whenever I bring it to her, and she reads it, she goes, I love this paper. It's like the good news paper. There's never been a piece of bad news in that
4: paper. <laughs> well, Would you agree? It's Ornall. It's, it's all about spreading good news, and the people in Ornall appreciate that, and yeah, I get in there once in a while, and uh, for good reasons, I guess you could say.
2: Yeah, that's right, and one of the reasons right now is because you're competing on this season of Battle of the Blades, and... I'm not going to lie to you, and I'm not just doing it to pander to the audience here. (laughs) Brian has been phenomenal, because you posted Instagram videos of you just learning how to dance, like get a rhythm on dry land, and I'm like, oh boy, he's going to be gone first episode.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So what happened? I did a little little homework to get myself prepared for this. I had to get uh, that elegant bone out. Um, It's it's getting better every day but uh overall it's been a pretty fun experience and um it's an opportunity to kind of tell my story and hopefully inspire a lot of people to overcome different things in their life so um i've been doing that and every week and telling a, a different story and um it's been fun i've had a blast and i, I know everyone's uh, appreciating it how how did they
1: approach you brian um, and what was your initial reaction
4: um, well, a, a guy of uh, PJ Stock um, approached me. We were at an event, and then he called me up uh, You know, a couple months later, and then he's like, you know what, this is you. You should do this. Um, and then that's how we got in. My, my mom and Amanda have been to a show before uh, in previous years, and then my mom's like, this is you. Your personality would be great out there, blah, 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 and this and that. And I'm like, well then it came up and I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? This is a great opportunity to raise uh, money for a charity and help out people and, um, you know, just kind of tell my story of, uh, you know, what I've been through in in a career and and dealing with MS. And um, so it's awesome. It's been a a super awesome experience. Um, we got a week uh, week five coming up and we're looking forward to it.
2: So having had to retire from the NHL because of your MS, you must have had inklings or thoughts of, can I do this because I had to retire from my job because of my condition?
4: Uh, yeah, well, I'm not saying this is the elite series of figure skating, but uh, <laughs> this is uh, definitely a, a fun experience, obviously, to... For me to retire from nhl that's the highest level of hockey um and i wasn't there i couldn't i didn't feel comfortable um being there and so i was like you know what i didn't hockey didn't know me anything i wasn't chasing anything i had a, a great little short career and and then i wasn't i was kind of scared because you could see videos of me toe picking because figure skates is one million percent different than hockey i can skate better backwards now which I couldn't barely skate backwards when I played hockey. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's been a really, really cool experience in getting to know Caitlin, my partner, and, and the team, and just to tell the story and give people uh, inspiration to overcome different things in their life.
1: What did Caitlin say to you when you guys first met? What, did she look at you and say, My God, this is impossible.
4: <laughs> not impossible. Nothing's impossible. <laughs> I guess everybody wanted me. They saw me in my addition uh, boot camp, and they're like, "Well, he's really trying, but he's he's toe picking a lot. But he's got effort. He's he's not going to shy down from anything." And then, as the days gone on, you get more comfortable and and confident in your edges and your softness, and I think just my my personality has came out in the last couple of weeks uh, to show that we're having fun. Like that's just cool opportunity to, to figure skate and be on TV and uh, do it for a charity. So, It's been a great experience so far.
2: I've grown to like figure skating more and appreciate it more because of the footwork and stuff. Because Some of the couples go out I'm like, they are doing footwork. Because After I watch you, I'm like, look at Bickle's footwork. I'm watching these details now.
4: Yeah, well, before we were supposed to just play hockey, you had to be there, get there quick, and and then hammer, not elegant or nothing. Now you got to be soft and choreographer, one, two-step, understep, fingers high, chest up, chin up. Like, it's all something that I'm not familiar with. And then over the weeks, it's been getting better. My, my coaching staff has been, been awesome. Caitlin's been awesome. And uh, it's a cool, cool opportunity. And uh, for other players that, if they do get the call, I... Highly recommend it. I'm having a blast um, spending time in a, a tough time with this pandemic. And hopefully a lot of people are watching and, and getting inspired from it.
1: What kind of feedback are you getting, Brian?
4: Um, just the, the unwilling. Like like you should have saw me. We, the first time I put figure, figure skates on, I toe-picked like a dozen times. Like, I don't know if you know what a toe pick. So, the toe picks are the things that are on the front of your skates. If you hit that, you're falling on your face. Right. So, for, for where I came from to skate and just to be open and doing something different, um, I think has been the big feedback because, you know, I was made to play hockey in this world. And, uh, you know, for a hockey player, you don't show emotions. Um You know, you hold them in and you don't want to show weakness. Now, you know, with my skates have gone on, there's been funny and happy. And, you know, one of my skates was uh, really emotional. It was a tribute to my wife for 18 years we've been together. And um, a lot of people appreciate that. And they see the opening and not to be scared to do something different. I think that's the the biggest thing that uh, fans have seen.
2: Yeah, you know what my kids' favorite part is uh, when I watch uh, your performances. Now they sit and stare at me to see when I'll start cry- <laughs> when I when I'll start crying and if I'll stop.
4: <laughs> yeah, well that's good. That's what we want. We want to touch people in the hearts. You know, it's uh, it's figure skating. It's a dance. It's a it's a story and. Um I think uh, our team has been doing good, and I've been enjoying it. It's been fun.
2: Have any of your former teammates reached out and say, "Okay, you're even surprising me"?
4: Yeah, actually, a lot of them have. Andrew Shaw and Big John Scott, and and things like that. They're like they didn't expect what that was going to be like, and they're truly impressed because I'm truly impressed to see what I've gone through and what I've been through, and where it's going. And it's uh, something cool to, to experience and uh, to be a part of.
1: Is there trash talking between the teams, Bix?
4: Well, there is a little <laughs> trash talking, which I'm sure you guys know of Chris he's, uh He's been talking smack that I've been buying bottles of wine for the judges, <laughs> so that's why I've been getting higher votes and da-da-da-da. I've been keeping my cool and not getting into his slipping load like him because he's just feeding off of my goodness and he's riding my coattails right now and uh, <laughs> he's still around so he did he did start say at the start of the show or the season that if I beat him that he's never going to put a pair of skates on again so he, I got it on paper and <laughs> in the in, in video so it's going to happen soon so Chris has been doing a lot of trash talking but I've been doing it on the ice so it's been fun.
2: And Bix this is almost a full-time job for you because you um are far away from uh, your home uh, your wife and the kids and you're kind of sequestered in a hotel you go hotel and rink it must be like uh, feel like you're back playing again
4: yeah it's uh it's been it's been hard because this with this COVID stuff and um it's been seven days a week we actually had our first day off sunday to kind of regroup after a month going and now we got uh, a couple weeks left uh the finale, so it's it's been a grind. We've been skating every day. I've, I've, it's been great. I've been getting back into shape and losing those unwanted pounds that uh, COVID gave me. But um, it's it's been an awesome experience. Amanda's been doing a lot of work at home with the kids and being there. And she's she was she wish she could be here with me to experience it all. But um, you know she's been a great mom and a great uh, great wife for, for doing all that work.
2: I dropped off two white cloths to her the other day. I didn't drop them off. She just took them out of my trunk. So she's got those to tide her over. Just two? <laughs> well, I, that's all I gave her. Right. The rest were for me. Okay.
1: <laughs> you quietly drank them in the car. No. And then walked home. <laughs> Bix, I have more, uh, a very important question to ask. Should Dan pay someone to put up his Christmas lights at his Orono house?
4: Well, he's got an unsafe, you know, his roof is kind of steep. If he's going up on the eavesdrops, it's its an old house. So it's got <laughs> old, a- planted roofs, and I would i would definitely, if, uh, if the kids want it, I think you, you definitely should pay for
2: it. The yes. other question, Bix, I've seen your basement, and uh, you put in the floor there, and you did work on it. Will you help me turn my creepy uh, old basement, one corner of it, into a listening chamber?
4: Listening chamber, what are you going to be listening to? Well,
2: records, it's great acoustics down there. You might have to um crawl because it's about uh 511 height of that basement.
4: Yeah, I've been down there, it's kind, of creepy. <laughs> 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 kind of messy, but uh. Yeah, well, I could definitely throw a hand in once in a while. All right. have some time after this battle of the blades.
2: I did ask your dad for uh, some uh, pieces of wood today. He said, go to Home Depot. <laughs> and I'm like, but... Well, he said, like, you can afford it. And then he just didn't respond anymore. <laughs>
4: did he? Uh, he? That's pretty funny. He's a guy that would do
2: that. <laughs> so, Bix, before we let you go, um, what's the, the website uh, where people can go visit uh, your and Amanda's charity?
4: Yeah, you can go on our... our The Brian and Amanda Bickle uh, Foundation.ca to learn more. Uh, Well, obviously, we're skating for my charity and for MS Society um, just to support us. We want to help out uh, families that are suffering with MS. There's a lot of people that are like me that are doing everyday things, but there's a lot of families that are really suffering. And our our foundation is going to help support these families to... Just enjoy life and and uh, um, appreciate what they have at the time and and see where it goes.
2: Yeah, the, the, I the, read that your mission is to just let them have like a a fun day here and there, or just like take their mind off things.
4: Yeah. So you've been to our cottage once, and yep. uh, we have uh, plenty of space that uh, we want to give retreats to people that uh, for their families. It's just not the person that has the MS; it's the people that uh, the family is, and just to. Not think about life, think about the family time and um, just enjoy just enjoy the time out where I like to be is out in, on the lake or walking through trails and things like that. And we're going to hopefully help our families enjoy the family time.
2: A cottage where I brought my own tent, a one-person tent, and had the best view, view of the lake uh, of anyone. And I hope that I have that reserved for the entire of, entirety of my life.
4: <laughs> Yeah, we had beds, but you. <laughs> what? He had one Why did he do that?
2: Because it was gorgeous out. I'm just like, I had the best sleep there ever. It
4: was. <laughs> it, was it was kind of funny, but yes, he was gonna. And a, I hate Airbnb, tents. He was gonna Airbnb it out too, so
1: it's funny. Um, yeah. Well, the other thing is, Bix. We've been talking. Uh, Dan has a um, sort of a zombie. What is it like a zombie bride in his? Yeah, one of the basement. Halloween
2: decorations was a, a
1: zombie bride. So we want Dan to um, date the zombie bride for a month and, uh, like, have it, try to commit to it and, like, act like this is a real thing around his kids and his mom <laughs> and everybody around Orno. And uh, to me, it would be a good idea for him to bring that zombie bride up to your cottage and have her stay in that tent with him. That would be nice. Well,
4: people already think Dan's crazy enough, but I guess... Definitely if he wants to make it more crazy, you can definitely (laughs) start him out. Perfect. We did it. (laughs) Okay,
2: Bix, uh, best of luck. How many episodes are left?
4: Uh, We got, uh, what do we got? Uh, Two. Three. Sorry, three.
2: Okay, well, let's hope we'll be uh, celebrating an Orno when it's all said and done.
4: Yeah, well, we'll definitely have a celebration after we win.
2: So. Yeah, rent out that town hall. It's actually pretty cheap if you rent it midweek. And then, Bix, <laughs> you could uh, you could sell Versteeg's
4: skates somewhere. Yeah, we could <laughs> just sell all those hockey games. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome. Okay, buddy, talk to you. All right, thanks, guys. Okay, that's Brian Bickle, um, Stanley Cup winner, now on the Battle of the Blades. And uh, I don't know if they keep a running total of who's leading, but he's got to be... At the top, if not near
1: he um little side note, my one of my best friends produces the show, and he was telling me that the whole crew has just been blown away by bix and his stories and his uh you know his message and also just how he's committed to doing the skating, so yeah, awesome what a great it's a great thing you know when you you're unsure about doing something and it's uh, And it works out so well, you know, and it turns out to be kind of a life changer.
2: Uh, let me pull up his, uh, I just want to make sure I get his um, Instagram right, but he put a, an amazing message on his uh, Instagram today. So his Instagram is Bickle. so B-B-I-C-K-E-L-L. Um, and his post today was about why he's doing this and what it was like after his career, after, as he says in his post, he lost his job because of MS. So he was lost, didn't know what he was going to do next. And his, uh, his wife, Amanda, uh, helped him get through that. And now they're skating. So he's finding different things to do. So, yeah, really cool, uh, really cool post and really cool message.
1: Do you think we could compete in Battle of the Blades? I mean, other than the fact that we didn't play hockey professionally?
2: Pardon, I, I didn't. I was reading a, a text from our next guest. I didn't hear that. What was that? <laughs> No, he was asking wired apple headphones better than just holding up the phone. I don't know the answer to that. What would you say, staff? What
1: do you think? I think headphones.
3: Well, which question am I answering? <laughs> yeah, Headphone that question. Good. All right. I've uh, yeah, I'd say the headphones are probably better just cuz you get a clearer signal.
2: Okay, headphones. Got to your earphones.
1: Gotta go headphones.
2: There you go. That's going to be
1: cuz he our next guest uh, he hosted his own radio show, didn't you say? The Bo Show.
2: So on uh, radio in Calgary, be,
1: but then he probably, when he went there, he probably had the, there was probably cans as they say, there were probably headphones waiting for him though. Now, so we're in this radio studio and there's always headphones waiting for us, but should I be using these headphones with the
2: COVIDs? Yeah, probably not.
3: I know. Probably should be bringing my own. We but. should bring our own, but. Should I be... There isn't that many people
1: sitting in those seats nowadays because well, uh, those shows are oh, done from home. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah. All these shows are done from home. Who is here during the day? Like, is there anyone in the studio at all?
3: Uh, sometimes, uh, I think when Mark Rowe fills in on a show, he'll come in oh, and actually... Oh,
1: Rowe. Yeah. He's garbage. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's diseased, but... Uh, Mark Rowe is full of diseases. <laughs> and I'm not talking about COVID. Other diseases. <laughs> And I think you know which one. Well, that's ones. all right.
2: I don't know if he's using this hand sanitizer. This is one of the horrible, stanky-ass ones I just used it in. Oh. How
1: about uh, Pfizer? Na- their vaccine, 90% effective on the, f- on the trial? Big pharma, baby. They're coming through. They're going to make zillions. Everything's going to be back to normal in two months. And no side effects. So far. Pfizer! Yes! So go not about- make your money, Pfizer. How much did their stock go up today? Well, all of the stocks today went up big time stock market soaring. I mean, it's pretty much other than that first dip when the pandemic started, it's been pretty solid since then, which is kind of strange, but we'll take it. (laughs) We'll take it. Um, Yeah, no, it's uh, it's very just the
2: concept of because
1: man, I still worry about the restaurants. Oh, we got to get we got to get these restaurants open again. I realize.
2: So, what's the uh, rule right now in Toronto? Is there in restaurant dining? No, but I think it's about to start. Um, Either or maybe
1: it's start. No, I think it's this weekend. It starts again. They're going to reopen them all this weekend. So you know, a lot of debate. Obviously, cases Mm. the most cases since the pandemic started today in Ontario. But uh, these businesses are struggling. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I feel I'm so tight to, you know, these local restaurant owners. I, I just, well, I don't want them to, to fold, you know. I don't exactly. want them to have
2: no restaurants. I know. Uh, Bo Levi Mitchell, uh, Calgary Stampeders, living legend, two-time Great Cup winner. Where are you in this world right now? Uh,
5: I am in Calgary still. actually living in Chesamere out on the lake.
2: Okay, so what's the uh, the COVID dining situation in your area? Is there in restaurant dining right now?
5: Uh actually I think they just uh, in Chester we're a little bit more relaxed. Because we only have we only had about 6-7 cases for a long time and then we just started randomly jumping up to like 60 and 100, so I'm sure you guys are talking about that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it uh I think they just moved it to no no more in restaurant dining and Everybody has to order in again.
1: Mm. Bo Levi Mitchell, uh, how are you how How are you doing through all this? Uh,
5: I'm good, man. How are you guys? I think the last time we talked was uh,
1: on the TV show. Like the, on the
5: TV show, I was thinking 2016 after the mop. That's exactly um, it. That's yeah, it. That's... I came on. I came on the show, and I was as boring. And monotone as I could be, and then I came off the show, and my media guy John, he's like, "Hey, uh, you know that was the Jay and Dan show, right?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, no, I completely didn't even realize that." He was like, "Yeah, typically people like try to be a little bit funnier on on their show."
2: <laughs> uh, no, that's be harsh. yourself. That's <laughs> harsh. You, you probably didn't want to like let loose and show how elated you were. You want to be like, eh, act like I've been here yeah, before. Gracious.
1: You wanted to be a gracious winner. That was what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that um what do you are you training now what like what are you what's your you know in terms of your your day job what's your regimen what are you doing
5: yeah man i think uh basically i think it was like the day obviously we were were training a lot and i was rehabbing my shoulder that i got uh repaired in december and um the day they announced the season wasn't going to happen that's when i really started to ramp up even more because i knew i didn't have to be you know, not only ready for a season, but I had almost nine months now. And so I was thinking like, all right, let me get myself in the best possible shape I possibly can. Um, so then I put together a little training camp thing. So we're starting to train kids as well. And, and now, uh, you know, every single day, is just thinking on more and more different things to keep myself busy. You know what I picked up was uh, woodworking. Oh. Maybe. And um, my drills got stolen. And then, uh, I could have easily went and bought more, but for some reason, I just never did. So I think, uh, I, think I picked up woodworking and put it down just as to success.
1: I want, Dan was just talking about how he wants to finish his basement. So maybe there's some that we can strike a deal.
2: With uh, HGTV.
1: Yeah, you could, guys can do a reality show. That would be amazing. And our other guest oh. that
2: was just on. So we have a, a Grey Cup winner. We have a Stanley Cup winner and myself doing about 300 square foot corner of my basement. <laughs> I think we should be done in an afternoon.
5: Oh, we'll get it done. We might, we <laughs> might take a little bit of time drinking or something a little bit too much. But
2: that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us—you know firsthand what the CFL means to this country. And so far, the the federal funds haven't come through. But if you had a pitch to anyone who ever wondered about what the CFL meant to Canadians and to a country, tell us what you've experienced.
5: Um, let's see. I think. I think. Uh I think I would tell America that the CFL is to Canada as freedom is to America, as barbecue is to people in Texas. Um, ooh, man.
1: I like where this is
5: going. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, <think. laughs> I, I like where this is going. I think, yeah, I think it's just uh, tell everybody that it's basically. The absolute most important thing possible. People like hockey. I mean, y'all like hockey enough, but you love the CFL. So I think uh, I think it's been the biggest blessing to be here, man. And I, I just love the people, and I just uh, couldn't imagine playing anywhere else, I man. It's just so fun.
1: People love you. And what kind of contact, Bo? Do you have uh, with fellow players? Are you guys getting constant updates on where things stand, or um, do you have not as much communication? Where Where are you guys at?
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, we're communicating a lot just within players. And then every now and then you get the, uh, you know, communication from, you know, team organization or PA reps just trying to keep us in the loop as much as they possibly can. But honestly, man, everybody's pretty positive it's going to happen. And we're all super confident about it. But, you know, you just never know where, uh, you know, where COVID goes and what it allows to happen. But i tell you one way we have been keeping in touch a lot as players. Uh, recently picked back up uh, playing Madden, like video games. <laughs> so playing playing football and a lot of guys get on there. We'll just jump on mics and talk to each other while we play just to pass the time. And um, I actually found out there's a really famous YouTuber. His name's uh, Brett Barrett. He went to Red Deer here high school. He went to I think Honey Hills is called. Now he's out there living where you guys are because he went to SVU um, to play quarterback for a year and then gets moved receiver. Quit and he's like, you know what, I'm going to take up YouTubing. He starts playing Madden on YouTube, and now he's like one of the biggest YouTube Madden players out there. Uh, he does a bunch of other stuff as well, but his name, is, his name on there is T.D. Barrett, B-A-R-R-E-T-T, and we're going uh, to put together a game. I'm going to play him. He's got like 1.3 million subscribers, so you're either going to see me uh, compete <laughs> with this kid or get absolutely smacked. And, are uh, you any most good? It's going to go that way. I'm good enough, man. <laughs> I'm kill I'm killer on all I just gotta, gotta figure out the defensive side.
2: Of uh because of your accent, have you ever gone as Uncle Rico for Halloween? From Napoleon Dynamite.
5: Is is that what I sound like?
2: No, no. It, like that Uncle Rico? Yeah, no, he's got a like a, a cool accent. Like you I can have, pull I it. I have up. nothing
1: to do with this question. I'm
2: gonna step. <laughs>
5: Oh man, I think uh, he's got one of the best one-liners out of any movie ever. When he just pulls out Interstate, like, I can throw—I can see that see those mountains. I can throw this ball over that there mountain.
2: <laughs> he steals it think, every scene I, he's in. He,
1: he steals the movie. He really does.
2: Now, can we talk about your hometown of Katy, Texas? Yeah, for sure. Um, do you know the slogan for your hometown?
5: Um. For my actual hometown, no, I'm I thinking of the one from my high school, which is probably
2: the same. But small town charm oh. with big city convenience. So it's a town of about twenty thousand. And I looked up your list of notables from your city, which you are on, obviously. Um, you have how low?
5: How low was I on the list? No,
2: no, you were in there. You were in the mix. You have a who's who of singers, actors, athletes from your town. Yeah, you, Clint okay. Black. Clint Black. He's from your town. That's cool. Andy Dalton. What? Darren Fox from the NBA. Janine Garofalo. Garofalo? Tyler Myers from the NHL. Sage Northcutt from MMA. Uh, Renee O'Connor, who was on Xena Warrior Princess.
1: Xena Warrior Princess?
2: Anthony Rendon from Major League Baseball. Julie Henderson, SI swimsuit model. And Renee (laughs) Zellweger.
5: Yeah, there. Yeah, She's from there, too.
2: Did, hey, you so to, did, you like, <laughs> did you I go to Did you go to high school? Did you go to high school with any of these people? Than that.
5: Did you? Uh, I went to high I went to high school with uh, Andy Dalton. He was the quarterback before me. Um, yeah, so his, his brother, or sorry, he played with my oldest brother Corey. So they played ba- uh, competitive baseball together. They traveled on World Series team together, and then he was the quarterback before I took over. Um, yeah, so wow, Mitchell, Mitchell school with one
2: of them. What's in the water there?
5: Uh oil.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like that is that isn't an, an impressive list for a town of under twenty thousand.
5: Oh man, it's gotta be bigger than that
2: now. I don't know. That's it's nineteen two sixteen is what I found uh online, but so yeah, that, it's probably great.
5: That would be that would be old town Katie. That's like so that's like the true old town the same strip of like old school restaurants and diners are still there. And it is, it's like, cause we, we used to be a real big, um, like rice farming, rice paddy place, uh, city. So basically now it's, it's grown so much. There's old town cave, which would be that 19,000. And then I'd say like actual Katie is probably more around like the 200,000 mark. It is insane how
1: big it's gotten.
2: It's
1: hmm. about the size of Regina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regina doesn't have Clint black coming out of there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, have you found any barbecue in Canada as good as Texas barbecue? Or do you even like barbecue? Maybe you don't.
5: Uh, oh, man, I love it. Um, yeah, no, I'm the big barbecue boy at heart. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely say the top one I've had so far is Hayden Block on Kensington Ave. They are amazing, and they they actually take a lot of their recipes from Austin, Texas. And uh, they're a whiskey bar, too. So, they're right down there on Kensington Ave. And, they um they have all these different types of whiskeys for you to try. So I used to know the owner, and we would he would just bring a different whiskey every time I went there. So
1: yeah, but you you are uh, also there's, there's the quarterback some. of the football team. I don't know if everybody's getting <laughs> I don't know if everybody's getting whiskey every time they come in, Bo. I think no, yeah, they just pay for it. <laughs> Bo, you uh you also did a radio show, and now you're uh, you're making a foray into into podcasting. Um, is broadcasting something that you were always interested in
5: um not really man actually in high school we did we did a uh, recording of like our voice to do like a school like you got the two different people one boy one girl we get to like, the school announces every day and i heard that recording of my voice and i couldn't believe how deep it sounded and i thought it sounded terrible on the radio so i was like man that's something i'll never do um but then i just kept moving farther and farther away from texas and i realized that people actually can you know recognize the voice so i think that actually kind of helps on the radio and the boat show went well with Sports in six that was fun um but you know now i'm on to something different i'm going to do a podcast so all my buddies like you know what you should do you should start a podcast and take all of jay and dan's listeners I was like, now that sounds like a good idea so i've been studying y'all's old shows to see what i could take and what i could uh maybe make happen
1: oh boy anything in particular that jumped out at you i imagine <laughs> uh a lot of zingers from Dan. <laughs>
5: uh, yeah, there's a lot of things from Dan. You actually were talking about masturbating for a, like a, a good three or four minutes on the episode. Yeah, about, yeah that happens about a lot. I tend, to,
1: I tend to do that. Yeah. yeah.
5: Right. Well, but no, hey, so what I want to do, let, let me let me ask your guys' opinion of this. Sure. Okay. I'm trying to force my buddy, so uh, Olympic gold medal curler. I know, Texas boy being friends with the curler. Um, I'm trying to convince him to do it, so Ben Hebert. Yeah, Benny Hebert.
0: Oh,
1: Heaps. boy, yeah. He's what a, the
5: best. What a guy. Okay, I'm telling you. The Ben and Bo Show. Oh,
2: my gosh. <laughs> Sign me up. Simon. Where do I subscribe? It's
5: Charles, McDonald's. It's, <laughs> I don't know if I can talk name yet. What I want to do is brooms, bombs, and bogeys. Uh, because we we met out here. We met through an event with ATB, and then uh, all we've done is golf together, like this whole this whole summer where we're not playing football. So he took me out to, like, all the nice golf courses, Introduced me to a lot of good people, ben. but he's the funniest human I've ever interacted with and can carry that personality for an entire 24 hours. Like, So, to get him on a podcast for an hour, how about they're talking? So, if people out there want to hear it, go to his Twitter, at Benny Heaves, B E N N Y H E E B Z, and tell him you want to hear him on a podcast with yes. me, and we'll make it happen.
1: So, is he, Bo, you've asked him to do this podcast, and he is. Is he reluctant, or is he, he? You think he could could be convinced?
5: He, I think, I think he he could be convinced, especially by somebody like you two guys. Um, if he if he heard that y'all, that y'all liked the idea of hearing him, I think he would do it. I think he's a little bit nervous. Um, you know, we both don't want to do something that's unsuccessful. So, and you know, in my mind, I'm gonna make it as, as a uh, successful as possible. I've already tried to steal your producer and yeah. mm-hmm. steal all your shows. So, um, trying to get it off on the right foot. But uh, he wants to do it. He's just like.
1: He wants to be convinced. You know right. what I mean, right? He so wants he the wants world to, to show him a little love and,
2: and to show him how much he would appreciate it. We get our good there buddy go. Brian Mudrick to send him a message, and he'll be signed up instantly.
1: Well, I like just knowing him a little bit and having met him a little bit. Um, you, like, Bo, put it this way: as soon as you said his name, and then you said the Bo and Benny Show, like that's that's brilliant. It, it like right now that should be a TSN podcast stuff. How do we how do we sign these guys here? I'm oh, in. Oh, for the low, low price of,
2: uh, <laughs> 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 or or you play off the Benny and the Jets, Benny and the Bo. There
5: you go. Okay, like See, this is what I need. I need some
2: ideas. <laughs> no, some no. Hey, and yours is probably better. I'm just uh, spitballing here.
5: Yeah, I man. Uh, I mean, we know we know some good guys. I might get that. I might get T D Barrett on the show right away because he's got a great following of kids, and he could go on there and literally talk like, I, "Here's my ideas." Talking to dads about why you should let your kid, uh quit his sport just to play video games. Like the opposite of what everybody else out there is doing. Everybody's like, get your kids to stop playing video games. And now I'm watching all these kids win like three and $10 million in a weekend. And my mindset's like, go get your kids to be better at video games.
1: Yeah. Well, I like, I like this a lot because just to me, if you guys get along well off, off the air, it will translate on the air. And the podcast format is even more casual than, say, the radio format. You don't have to go to commercial. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to worry about having a segment last a certain amount of time. You can go as long as you want. You know, if you want to go two hours, you can do it. And then the other side of it I like is that, you know, you guys are both playing the two most, you know, Canadian sports—you you got a curler, you got a CFL star. It's like so brilliant. You can have other CFL players on, you can have other curlers on, people from other walks of life. Um, I I just think this is brilliant. I'm, I think I'm it's a home run. It.
2: Yeah. Or a keep it going. I like this. Y'all are to my comments right now. <laughs> but not not uh, it should be um, a term within your sport or Benny's sport. So it's a draw to the button. That's what it is. It's not yep. a home run. It's a draw to the button. That's right.
5: See, look at that, man. I'm just going to have you guys write for the show like you guys for SNL. Oh, we. Like,
2: we'll,
5: we'll, be, we'll be the first meeting calling jokes. And <laughs> oh, you yeah. guys just write the good joke for it.
1: Yeah, okay, cool. I like that idea. I could be into that. Send, send a few jokes out every week. I could do that. I could definitely do that So if you have, you have the YouTuber on Who would be like Give me your three dream guests Bo like, And like I mean sky's the limit Like anyone you, You've you suddenly been Have access to the entire planet You can have oh, three man. You can have three podcast guests Who are your Get everyone from I, Katy, Texas Can they be dead? <laughs> <laughs> they can't be dead They have to be alive Okay Oh okay Damn um, Bill Belichick Yes Oh, could be a short one, though. <laughs> no, no, no.
5: I'm going to put a couple of drinks in his hand and make him talk. Okay. Um, Jim Carrey. Yeah, that would be a Canadian. I mean, he's just...
1: Yeah, you that, never know where that me. interview would go. He, I think, you know, Jim Carrey, like, every time he's on a talk show, he he's so good. Now, he was on uh, Conan's podcast, and he was good on that podcast. I think if he's in the mood to talk, like, he's such a fascinating person. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, I think that's what I like about podcasts above other shows right now. It's just like, it, it's going to be me and Ben in the bar having a drink. Exactly. And having a conversation. If somebody comes to join, it just happens to be somebody that a lot of people want to hear. You
1: and know, those so are the a, podcasts I that I look forward to. A hundred percent, Bolo. Those are the podcasts people like the best, where it just feels like you just happen to, to eavesdrop on on a great conversation. Okay, who's your third Who's your third uh, person?
5: Man, um this might be more for the wife, but I think Ryan Reynolds,
2: he would be great though. Yeah. He could pitch he his, uh, his, uh, one
5: of the funniest dudes out there,
2: his gen. He can pitch his, uh, cell phone network. Uh, he's yeah. He's willing to talk. You talk Deadpool.
5: Yeah. So I'm going down to Lucinda for a golf tournament and Charles Barkley is going to be there. Alice Cooper, Johnny Menzel, a bunch of NHL guys. Um, I'm going to try to get Charles on it right away because i got to get a video of his golf swing and I'm going to have him analyze it and then have other people tell me their analysis of the swing. Because, uh, yeah.
1: Or get him to toss a football.
2: The worst worst swing in the world.
1: I'd love it, to see him toss a football. That swing is uh, not even... Wasn't uh, who was Tiger's swing coach, Haney? Mm-hmm. Who, yeah. Didn't they have a show on Golf Channel where he tried to fix it and he couldn't fix I mean, if he can't
2: fix yeah, it. Yeah, there's nothing to fix that. Here, here's a segment on your podcast where it's called Calling Katie, and then you have one of those people that I listed from your hometown, a different one each week. You call and check in on them.
5: Boom! See, now I gotta start paying you for these ideas, Colin I can't, I, can't even, I can't even pass them off as my own idea right now. Hey, they're you're free! It on air. Jeez. These are freebies. <laughs> these
1: are free. These ideas are all free. I just the name. The bone Benny Show is yeah. so catchy as a name. It's like I'm already pumped about it as a name. I think sponsorship will be easy to line up. Um, Staff yeah, is we your we've producer. We've already got
5: some, but I want I want to line up more. <laughs> Oh yeah, so the right ones. Though. I need to line up somebody that's going to be uh, supplying the alcohol for sure. Uh,
2: Ryan Reynolds, he's got his aviation <laughs> aviation gin. Aviator. He might be a Is little
5: it... bit too big time. We might have to get a couple of viewers before we do that
1: one. Maybe. Nah. Uh, what about Danny Aykroyd? Does he still have that Crystal Skull vodka? Oh yeah, I think, I think he does. Yeah, that would be a good one. Just a bunch of crystal skulls around your uh, your set. Would you? I wonder. If you would have a studio or would you be in studio or would you do it from home? That's the other advantage. Like if Oh, I've already
5: got it. In, yeah, it's, it's in studio. I want it. so it's 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 we I don't want to do like just talking curling C F L. Like that's that's radio. Yeah. Yeah. It's more us talking other sports, but like we golf together a lot, so we golf with a lot of funny people and good people, but um so we'll talk like a little, couple things curling, maybe CFL stuff, but mainly just us talking. all will walk life with whoever ends up coming in, and um, so my idea is a poker table because we'll talk how bad we are at gambling things like that. A poker table because I'm an avid poker player. Um, half the felt is curling, and then the other half is football field. And so I'm sitting on the football field. He's sitting on the curling side. You know, a couple jerseys from from buddies and other celebrities uh, behind us, and in studio talking. Guests would be right in the middle and just...
1: That I that like is. it.
2: I love that. That's a good visual.
1: Here's an idea, Bo. Poker Stars. Boom. They sponsor you guys. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> they sponsor you guys. They put the big Poker Stars logo behind you. You got some Crystal Skull Vodka in the tumblers. Uh, Benny's had six... Crystal Skull vodka's he's talking up a storm. You're having a great time. The Bo and Benny Show. It's a hit. Guaranteed. Guaranteed.
5: Put the money on it. Well if that's the case, then for the low price of fifty thousand dollars, you guys can come on.
0: Perfect.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well let me ask you then then. who is who is a who is a celebrity guest that y'all have never gotten the ability to to get on your show but you want to?
2: I don't know if we've ever reached out. I love that question. I asked to get Justin Bieber on once, but, uh, and Drake, I don't know if we ever sent out actual feelers or if I just put that into the universe and it, that's all it went,
1: you know, who I would love to have on Bo. You were talking about SNL a little bit. I'd love to have Lorne Michaels on Canadian, oh, yeah. you know, uh, he's had this multiple, multiple decade career as the producer of Saturday night Live. He's discovered like every great comedian of the last four decades, um, and he's still doing it. Like, it's incredible that he's still on top and he's still calling the shots. And um, Well,
5: yeah, I just watched and they, the last, uh, the one they had right after Biden got elected. Um, with Chappelle. We, you know, my wife and I, were, yeah, we were super excited to watch it. We thought, you know, it was going to be a lot of political stuff, and it was a little bit, but um, there was a skit, and the one we laughed at being the most out of the whole show, right after the skit happened, is they wrote, written by Lauren Michaels. So it was like. He actually did that one himself, and like it is, it was hilarious. Like he's wow. got it in the bag still.
1: Yeah, he and his best friend is Paul McCartney. What kind of life is this guy living? <laughs> he's leaving like living like the most insane life ever. Just hanging out with the Beatles. It's pretty good. Okay, so we've what I think we've done on this podcast.
2: We've, is we've accomplished a lot.
1: We've accomplished so much. We've got a vision for your podcast, Bo with Benny. We've got some good ideas. We're going to come up with more of them. But I'm feeling so good about your future as a podcaster, buddy.
5: Oh, yeah. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be good, man. Every time I see like a fan, it's always, oh, you know, I just wish y'all were playing this year. And, and, and even in the last couple of years, it's been like, man, I love your show on the radio. Like, when are you doing it? When are you coming back on? So, to me, it was time to take that step and go to the next place. But, hey, I have to get Benny on it because I, I just, I love the idea of doing it no matter what, but... I want Ben on there, and we can't. I can't get him without pressure from uh, everybody else. So,
2: okay, we'll, we'll set, sure, it's a call to sure
5: action. Y'all get all the, yeah, everyone's well, gonna reach out, and
1: for all for all of our podcast listeners, go to to Ben Hebert's Twitter, Benny Hebes, and put some gentle pressure on him. Mm-hmm. With some nice, be nice. Don't scare him away. It's not <laughs> like it's like we you know we want to we want to bring him into the fold here. We don't want to scare him. But some gentle pressure to join Bo on this what will oh, yeah. be an award-winning podcast,
5: and I'll let you know, man. He loves when people talk about him, so just give him that love,
1: <laughs>
5: greatest lead in hurling <laughs> history. Everybody hashtag that at Benny Heeb. Let Ta- him know you want to hear the show happen.
1: Talk about his his guns. Yeah, the, the tight he's always, shirts. He's always jacked in his tight shirts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bo, we appreciate you coming on, buddy.
5: I appreciate it, guys, man. Thank you so much for having me on, and it's uh, always, always a pleasure. We'll have to grab a drink next time I'm out there. Okay, and once, once you're
2: up and running, we'll have you back on to, to promote.
1: Yes, absolutely. We will be a steady source of promotion for uh, the Bo and Benny yeah. show.
5: For sure, man. Appreciate it, Jay. Appreciate it,
1: Dan.
2: Okay, okay. take care. That's uh, Bo Levi-Mitchell, two-time Grey Cup winner. He's MOP uh, from... Katie, Texas. Katie, Texas. Uh, I said it was 20,000. He said it's 200. I was a bit off. Uh, I, saw a commercial <laughs> while, I saw a commercial on the TV while we were doing the show, and I think it's mm. a medication that you might be interested in. Um, the tagline was... Oh, I thought we were going to hear a commercial for... The tagline was, fewer peas, more Z's. Yeah, I bet uh, so much. But if you're taking a medication to mm. go pee less, what the f*** is it doing to your body?
1: Yeah, again, I think, you know, you don't want to think too much about that. (laughs) What you want to do is trust Big Pharma. (laughs) I've trusted Big Pharma my whole life. Big Pharma is going to save us from COVID. Big Pharma gets a bad rap. Big Pharma is going to come through for us. Welcome our new sponsor, Big Pharma. (laughs) Pfizer. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um. I, I really love this Bo and Benny show idea. I think it's like, it genuinely could be a big hit. Bo and Benny guest starring Bix. There, everyone taken care of. Looks like everyone. Well, Bix could have his own podcast. He could. It would be... Um, no toe picks. Bix. No picks with Bix. <laughs> there you go. No picks with Bix. All right, so we've created two podcasts <laughs> over the course of this podcast,
2: The Jane Dan Podcast. And Just Take the Pill, brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> Big pharma, baby. Uh, that's it, stuff. Come on, else?
0: it'll
1: be fun. I think we're, uh, we're good. All right. Well, we'll uh, thanks for listening to The Jane Dan Podcast, brought to you by McDonald's.
2: Make sure you wear your poppy. Um, they now can uh, be paid for. By way of just using your phone, you can tap it and pay for your poppy so you don't have to carry change around. Wear your poppy and uh, make sure you salute our our fallen heroes and our our heroes that are still with us uh, for Remembrance Day. Have a great week.
0: They're going home!
2: the Jay and Dan podcast brought to you by our friends at McDonald's
1: James Duffy presents the rubber boots podcast
0: so we're sitting down at our table the, the waiter comes
4: up and he's like profusely sweating <laughs> and this is like 100 his first line to us he goes hello
0: i am not well i'm very ill <laughs> you ate there i came down with it yesterday i've just not been good not good at all
2: get it at tsn.ca and anywhere you get your podcasts